1: And we didn't even we didn't even hit record. We didn't even hit live, and we're rattling off different strategies and conversations about the quarterback landscape. That's how excited we are for this episode. And of course, I am joined by Dan Lamagna. That's at
0: FF Coach Dan on Twitter. What's up, Dan? Man, I'm looking uh, forward to tonight's conversation, gentlemen. Like you said, we were already kind of heating up in the the pre-chat there, and it's been the whole offseason. I've probably spent the majority of this offseason on my 15 dynasty teams shaping quarterback rooms, and that has not slowed down, nor do I feel any comfortable knowing all the unsettled business out there in the NFL. So looking forward to tonight.
1: We said it last year, and we talked about the uncertainty across the quarterback landscape. I think it's even more amplified this year, and to shed some light on that, we're also joined – by Mitch Sorensen at Dino MC. What's
2: up, Mitch? What's going on, guys? Um, the, the news, like every 20 minutes, I'm convinced during the show we're recording right now, by the time it's over, there's going to be one of these three quarterbacks we talk about, and it's going to be completely different tomorrow than what we're saying today. That is a good call. So
1: whenever we do our show, typically I put the phone away. But tonight, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to throw it out in front of me, see if there's any uh, Tom Pellicero updates, Adam Schefter, see what's going on there. But we listen, we know, and I, we all know, guys, how can we talk about Jalen Hurts anymore? How can we talk about Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers? Oh, my God. It's just been nonstop. But there's always these little developments and mm-hmm. ways that we can navigate around our dynasty teams and these quarterbacks. And I put out a tweet. I said, with the way that the market is shifting so quickly, whether it's a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and I used Rogers, Akers, and MT as the examples, Michael Thomas, you need to be out there trying to pick up and gaining some edges over your opponents. And if you're just st- sitting back, doing nothing, you're doing yourself a disservice. So This is the last episode, I promise, until something crazy happens. (laughs) But we're going to try. We're going to try our hardest. This is the last episode. We're going to talk about these three guys throughout the rest of this offseason. Hopefully they cooperate. But to start us off, Mitch, Jalen Hurts, a lot of this is sparked from our Discord. We've talked about that so many times. If you want to join the Discord, the Discord is free. If you want to contribute to the Dynasty Theory team, the Patreon, five bucks a month, tiers, projections. The live show uh, just kicked off the Dynasty Theory Daily. It is essentially a daily newsletter. I think we've done a good job on that two days in. But a lot of these topics come from conversations in the Discord. And I talk about pivots all the time. And Jalen Hurts was one, especially with a lot of the news and the uncertainty. So again, we don't want to go through Jalen Hurts or this guy, Jalen Hurts or this guy. But from a Dynasty perspective, Mitch, how are you looking at Jalen Hurts today, July 27th? Coincidentally, my sister's birthday, who does our graphics. Happy so. birthday to her. Happy birthday to her. I'm sure she's listening to Dynasty I'm sure. tonight. But Mitch, Jalen Hurts, what do you got?
2: Okay, so two or three weeks ago, I was on Dynasty and Chill, and Scott Connor and I were talking, and I was like, hey, I'm going to move future picks for Jalen Hurts. Like, I just saw him being the quarterback for the Eagles for this year. And I'm like, you know what? I think he's going to do well enough in order to even get a job somewhere else if they move on from him. But then the Deshaun Watson news happened. And I, for one, did not see the NFL just washing their hands of it and being like, no, we're not going to do anything until the legal proceedings are done. I mean, by them changing that changes everything. Because in my opinion, there's two places for Deshaun to go. He's going to go to the Eagles and he's going to go to Miami. And if he goes to the Eagles, what does that do to Hurts? And that makes me extremely happy. None of those trades I sent out a couple of weeks ago went through. Because now I have Hurts so far low in my rankings because I just don't know if he's even going to be the quarterback of a team this year. There's two ways to look at it. We're, we don't want to
1: completely jump the shark here and talk about Deshaun Watson entirely, But let's say Deshaun Watson is, in fact, traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. There's two scenarios. One, Jalen Hurts comes back to Houston in that trade in that fantastic, now cobbless, potentially, Randall Cobb on the move, cobbless offense in Houston. Or, and this is what I think Philadelphia should do if they do trade for Deshaun Watson, not knowing the repercussions and necessarily the ramifications and after shock here with everything going on but keep jalen hurts on their roster he's on a rookie deal to have a decent backup quarterback like jalen hurts i don't think that could hurt you and i i think the way jalen hurts and deshaun watson obviously i'm not saying jalen hurts is deshaun watson but two of those guys similar in terms of their mobility and being able to probably navigate that offense in the same way so those are the two ways that i'm looking at this dan do you agree on that disagree is your concern for even 2021 as great as mitch's concern here
0: to mitch's point it's resurfaced now, our listeners, after you listen to the Dynasty Theory podcast, because we know that's your primary podcast of choice, I would recommend listening to the most recent episode of the Adam Schefter podcast today. He had quarterback. He, Coach he doesn't crew. even have any.
1: Listen, Schefter doesn't even have any inside connections or sources. So, what does
0: he know? Well, it, it's it just kind of t- it all ties in, man. It all ties in. I, I know, you know Schefter holds nothing over no. the, the Dynasty Theory crew here. Come on. But, You know, it just adds—it's like more context and research to the the content we're providing here tonight. But Quincy Avery—he's been like the quarterback coach for Deshaun Watson, for Jalen Hurts, for next year's rookie class. Some guys coming out. um, There's a QB out of Liberty who he says is going to be the number one pick overall next year. Now, Um, like it just really stirred a lot of thoughts up. And with Jalen Hurts, if he's one of your say two quarterbacks, you know, to Mitch's point is he going to make it out of this show, out of this weekend? Uh, Quincy Avery kind of went on a limb, and he goes, this is just me. I have no reason to like necessarily – like, I don't know this. He goes, but I think Watson gets traded by Sunday. That was Quincy Avery's thought process, and he did confirm he's going. He's like, there are teams interested. It's going right. to happen. Now, now, Mitch said the Eagles or – who would you say? Dolphins. There, I mean, Dolphins. The Dolphins. Artua. Dan, our Artua. Not, not, that's got me very unsettled JB it really does this week cuz i've been invested in Tua all offseason but i am i'm thinking that's not going to happen I, I don't think Miami will, will will pull that that cord there i think they're going to believe in their guy I, I they don't have the they have one number one draft pick next year and it's the niners it's a little bit later cuz they traded theirs this year so I don't think they have maybe the ammo and the want. I'm worried about Denver, too, still. Like, how could you just be settled there with Locke and Bridgewater? Their owner owners speaking to the team today and saying, we need to win. I'm disgusted. I've had enough. We've really got to win. So I, I really think Denver's got to remain in that mix as well. But to, to your question, though, Jalen Hurts, this year I'm a little bit nervous. All right. I I I, I'm I'm kind of back and forth though I'm like this kid could be a gem that everyone's just kind of like blowing off here the Eagles let's say they don't get him. Denver makes the big swoop maybe the Eagles don't want to trade all that draft capital their O-line's healthy they got Devonta Smith that offense is shaping up a little bit their defense is still a project he could be the guy you know so this is gonna be you gotta have some conviction on this one man Now, Mitch, let me
1: ask you, and Dan says the magic word there, conviction. And I recently made a trade, and I went through this league, and I was trying to do this and that and the other, and nothing was happening. I even tried to move Jalen Hurts for position players, and nothing was working. Every comment back, and rightfully so, just not interested in Jalen Hurts. And I get it. I I really do get it. But I was able to pull off Jalen Hurts for Tom Brady, and there was some negativity in the chat, and guess what? Just like Dan's man, John Cena, says, I embrace the hate. I, I accept it.
0: You then, you know, know, John, John, I like that. To, to tell me what you think here, John, because that is the one thing I was going to say about Jalen Hurts. I'm nervous one way or the other. But let's just say you decide to sit on him and he loses that job. What do you do? So you you probably just secured your roster for two seasons. Tom Brady's trainer thinks he's going to play this year or next.
1: So here's the way I was looking at that. And Mitch, Dan, tell me if you think I'm wrong. And there were certainly people on Twitter that was telling, they were telling me that I was wrong, which that's a common theme and that's okay. But for me, Tom Brady, I would say 60 to 75% chance. And this is just me ballparking out of, you know, arbitrary percentages that he starts through at least 2022. So I get two full seasons from him. What are the odds that Jalen Hurts, is a starting quarterback through 2022. It's not 60 to 75 percent.
0: 50 50.
2: I will say the same odds that Gardner Minshew had last year. A little
0: better than that, Mitch. A little better
2: than that. Well, people want to talk about the draft capital, but we've
1: seen players with more draft capital than a second rounder get thrown to the side more quickly than possibly Jalen Hurts. I do think, I don't know if they go the Deshaun Watson route. I don't think they should. I think they have a lot of picks and a lot of valuable assets that they should ride this out for 2021. Their offensive line is certainly healthier. If you go back and look last year, so many games missed because of PUP, IR, just weekly injuries on that offensive line. So I think that certainly helps. Jalen Hurts, another year to grow. And I know people are saying there's two ways to look at this. One, Jalen Hurts isn't a very good quarterback. Look at the the completion percentage. Yep. So the counter there that people have, well, look at Josh Allen, look at Donovan McNabb back in the day. (laughs) Well, those teams ended up winning, correct? And I said in our discord today, uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo bills, his rookie season, they were six and 10 the next year. He was still below 60% completion percentage. They were 10 and six. Now, if Philly goes out there and they're 10 and seven, 11 and six, and Jalen hurts is, 58% completion percentage, I believe maybe they stick with him because they've shown they can make those improvements and those leaps and that progress forward. But if he comes out, and it's not necessarily a Jalen Hurts issue, but it's a Philadelphia Eagles issue, if they come out and they don't win, it starts with the quarterback. And with three first-round draft picks, I got to think that Jalen Hurts is the one that is going to be negatively impacted there. When it's all said and done, after the 2021 season, so I would say more than 50 50 from my perspective that he starts through 2021, but 2022 is my concern.
0: I like uh, your take there on Houston or them not going after Watson. You know, because why do you, you know you keep all that draft capital? You give Hertz this year to see what he could do. So you know, maybe Mitchie's safer this year, but then next year, odds are they are picking top ten. You know, because they're, they're probably fourth in that division. Um, but he may do just he, – if he doesn't do enough, they know they're going to invest that pick in a, in a, in a top quarterback that's going to be there in next year's draft. So it could be good for this year. Get away from Hurts. You, you, you're safe because we don't think he's going to be there in two years. Watson, we're going to get to him. But I think for at least this year, I wouldn't be comfortable and then I, I I'm telling you, I think I think it's the Denver Broncos, man. I wouldn't be comfortable if, if you're banking on Drew Locke or Teddy.
1: Mitch, any any other thoughts here? Because I have one one more thought on Jalen Hurts, but I feel like I've been rambling. So All right, Mitch, my only thought off, is
2: more, I just don't think he's worth the risk. Because, like, yes, he he's gonna be very good for fantasy because he could rush the football very well, and he's an accurate enough passer in order to move the ball down the field, right? But where is he really going to be ranked going into next year when Fields is the full-time starter, when Lance is the full-time starter, you know? And I mean, it's, yeah, he's giving us that floor now, but I'm not looking for rushing quarterbacks anymore. I want quarterbacks who are very good throw- throwers who can also run. Like, I don't think he's even in the same class close to as what Trey Lance or Justin Fields are. But right now, People have them ranked really close to one each, one another because Fields and Lance aren't going to be on the field this year to where Hertz should be. I just, right don't away, think, anyway. yeah, I just don't think there's any reason to take on that risk.
1: And I think people, and, and it kind of goes in with not taking on the risk, people tend to mix up and uh, have trouble differentiating, I feel like, between a good quarterback and a good fantasy asset and vice versa. Maybe a good quarterback, but not a great fantasy asset. Jalen Hurts, he's a really good fantasy asset if he plays. But again, they have to win. And it comes down to that comparison with Josh Allen, still below 60% in his second year, but the Bills were 10 and 6. So that is what it's going to come down to for Jalen Hurts. So really quick, I, I talked about that Tom Brady trade. If Jalen Hurts, and this is a 12-team super flex league, obviously we could get into... 14 16 team leagues where things are going to go a little bit haywire but in a 12 team super flex league if jalen hurts is my third quarterback and i have guys that i believe are two dynasty top 10 quarterbacks i'm not as in i'm not in as big of a rush necessarily hey i gotta get rid of him i'm willing to take on a little bit more risk if he's my quarterback too i'll flip him for kirk cousins today and I actually – I did that in a league the, – the, it was a 14-team league, but I did do that in a league. So that's the range that I talk about minimizing risk. That's what I look to do, especially if he's my quarterback too.
0: Question for you, JB. Does that differentiate if it's a contending versus not a contending roster? Because, like, I love Kirk Cousins this year, probably next year, but I'm still not, like, feeling warm and fizz- fuzzy about giving a young, scrambling quarterback up for <laughs> Kirk Cousins.
1: It, it doesn't matter if it's contender or a rebuild for me, because for both of those guys, it's a two-year outlook, and it's just like the Tom Brady comparison I had earlier. I feel more comfortable with Kirk Cousins being a starter at least through 2022 than I do Jalen Hurts. So if I'm rebuilding and I have Jalen Hurts on my roster, yeah, he's young, yeah, he's mobile, yeah, he's exciting to watch, but he's not exciting when if he's riding the bench.
0: So you're saying stop it with the age discrimination, Dan, is what you're saying?
1: Yeah, to an extent. I mean, I I don't think we should age for quarterbacks. And Mitch, what do you think about this? I don't care about the age for quarterbacks. I, I care about the two to three year outlook like Matthew Stafford. Oh, he's old, but I feel good about him starting in the NFL. Ryan Tannehill. I feel good about him starting in the NFL. Am I wrong
2: there? No, I completely agree. I'm not worried about age. I mean, Brady is to the age to where I worry a little bit. You know, Ben. That dude, that dude could have t- Ben. Ben is different. Yes. Right. But like that kind of to where you could see him winning a Super Bowl, and you know they could be like, you know what, I'm done at this point. But really, besides those two, there isn't one that I'm worried about in the NFL.
1: Matt Ryan, maybe a little bit beyond 2021.
2: He'll still be starting though. I mean, he'll be a starter in the NFL for the next four or five years. So I'm not worried. He's not going to be on my team that long anyways. Right. If you have anything to say
1: about it. So that's, again, not trying to compare player to player and here's our rankings, but just Jalen Hurts and the overall uh, dynasty perspective and looking at it through that lens, of course, shocker dynasty, dynasty theory. I know that's crazy to think about okay the Deshaun Watson domino effect we talked about it a little bit uh I I can't see him staying in Houston let's just say absolutely not (laughs) there's no way that's going to happen so there is going to be some type of domino effect here and this could be a very quick conversation because we kind of rolled it into one with Jalen Hurts but Mitch well Dan brought up Denver that's his Mm -hmm. guess and Mitch I can't remember were you I think it's going to be the
2: Eagles. Yeah.
1: Okay. And I I don't think it's Miami. Watch. In 10 minutes, I get an alert. Two is (laughs) now Miami Dolphin and Deshaun Watson. Okay. But there was something that I saw that was interesting, and I can't remember who was tweeting about it, who was uh, uh, talking about it. But apparently the NFL has not had access to – evidence and witnesses up to this point so while there might be information and evidence the nfl hasn't been able to see it so while they haven't been able to get enough information to put him on the exempt list oh he hasn't done anything wrong they haven't been able to corroborate any of that that's what it sounds like
2: i wonder how much of it is they're not trying overly hard until until the courts go through with their thing. And was that almost fe- was that
1: February I saw? I thought I saw something about February. And you can tell all three of the gentlemen here on Dynasty Theory we have our legal hats on. You know, I <laughs> the law school crew here. Um let's see here. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling.
0: I, I, I know while you're looking, like it was the middle of the work day, our Discord went off with you know, Watson reporting a camp and like all this hype. I'm thinking what the heck's going on here? Should I be looking at Watson? And then perfectly timed later on, like, you know, the 10 police, you know, complaints with the local police there. It's like, boy, there's still a lot of red tape here that has to work itself out.
1: Oh man. If he you went know, to the, the
0: Eagles, I would be like, oh, my God, the disdain for the Eagles would just grow so much for me. Between it the, just get the controversy and the Eagles, ooh.
2: Actually, so can I get my take on how to attack the situation?
1: Yes, but very quickly because ah. I was not able to find it. I was not able to find it. I don't want to drag, you know, for hours here trying to find it. But it's a perfect opportunity. And plug again for our Discord because I'm sure we'll be talking about it in there. Once I find it, we'll drop it in there. Ask me for the link. And then, you know. You love it. You check out the Patreon. You love that, and you're just – you're hooked. All right,
2: let Dan, Holman oh Mitch, <laughs> what do you All got? Right. I'm just going to say anyone who has Deshaun Watson on their team right now isn't going to trade him. They've lasted this long. They've either traded for him or they've just sat on him for this long. So I don't see him being even attainable in leagues right now. What I think the smartest thing you could do, let's say – your dad, you have a great feeling he's going to the Broncos. You should be attacking those wide receivers because every single one of their dynasty values is going to go up once that trade happens. I think it's the Eagles. I think Devontae Smith is really hard to get right now, but Jalen Rager is someone who is still borderline free. And so I'm still trying to send out trade offers here and there. Not a lot because I don't want people to know that's exactly who I'm going to be targeting. Well, I mean, now they know. Now the whole world's going to know. Millions of people are going to know. But I think that's the way to attack it is you can't get Watson. And so at this point, it's getting the wide receiver options on those teams because the second the trade happens, that value goes up and you can trade him again at that point.
0: I, I wanna before you go there, JB, because your point's gonna be better than mine. But just for our listeners, you, like Mitch is painting with this wide brush of like you're not gonna get Watson. Not everyone's been active this offseason. There are still some owners that are just kind of waiting or may change their mind as they think, hey, you know what, I need to do something now. And so I I, I would just overall I know what you're saying, Mitch, because we, we've been having trade talk with owners for for months now, but not every owner's is active and some you know, timing, bitch. There's an element of time. Very true.
2: So.
1: You said my point was going to be better. That was actually a very strong point there, Thank because you. I'm sure there are some managers that even unknowingly have
0: been sitting on right. this potential <laughs> land. He's on my team.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea. I haven't looked since the rookie. We don't want draft to deter.
0: We don't want to deter trade talk. So I just wanted to put a little asterisk next to Mitch's good point. That's all.
1: I like that. I do want to, uh, not a cautionary tale, but you know, throw up some caution tape, if you will. Uh, with what Mitch said you're acquiring still at cost you you don't want to go out and pay an inflated price well oh, I, I think Deshaun Watson's gonna go to Philadelphia so I gotta get Jalen Rager on my, my team I I gotta throw out a, a first or th- three seconds or whatever you're still paying the current price correct
2: uh, well yeah because they when the price goes up, you really can't trade him for a higher price if you already paid that higher price previously. Yes. That,
1: I, I just want to admit, I, I mean, I know that, Mitch. I just want to Yes, of course.
2: Okay. 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 okay.
1: I just want to make sure that is that laid out there. Hey, that guy from Dynasty Theory, Mitch, he said, go out and get these players at all costs because Deshaun Watson's. Gonna, I'm just, if you can pay at their price now, perfectly fine with it. Perfectly fine.
2: Uh, like especially I say this if Drew Locke is your quarterback. Anybody coming in yep. is going to boost that value. And
0: that's what I was going to kind of add, to to that Drew Lock tier. There are a lot of quarterbacks on a lot of rosters now that have a lot of question marks. You know, if you have the Jared Goffs, the Big Ben's, the Drew Locks, the Fitzpatrick's, that, that that's going to end at some point. I'm not saying you're not okay this year, but if you really want to solidify your quarterback position, as long as you're willing to be patient – Again, Watson, he may or may not play this year. He may play half of this season. Something might spill into next year. But more likely than not, after one year, this is going to play out and be done. And you're going to have an elite quarterback for probably a decade. Um, You know, again, all feelings aside of what's went on off the field, uh, he is an elite talent. So don't be too hesitant to pay a little bit to get him if you have that opportunity.
1: And one last thing there, there is some secondary... Impact, I would say not just from Deshaun Watson, not the landing spots that he could potentially be going, but somebody that Dan acquired tonight off of me, I'm rebuilding somebody that I've been looking at late in startups, Tyrod Taylor, he could potentially give you a free season in super flex leagues. Is it going to be pretty? Probably not. But if he's able to be a plug and play injuries hit by weeks hit you're in a deep league and Tyrod Taylor comes to the rescue rescue. Yeah. You know, I I think that could be a possibility. So if you're looking to get a trade done, maybe not necessarily for Tyrod Taylor straight up, but he could be a throw in piece Mm -hmm. much of the way that I talk about some running backs that I'm just getting thrown in. But I think Tyrod Taylor could certainly Mm -hmm. be that
0: piece. The irony before you go off to Rogers land, the irony of that Schefter podcast with this Quincy Rogers, like, Shefty's just like genius how the stars align. This kid coach or this guy who has a business coached Hurts, Watson, Jordan Love, Irod Taylor. It, Quincy Avery, right? Quincy, Quincy. Avery, yeah. And, you know, he he has coached every guy. That's kind of it's like all connected, man. It's like this evil web right now of and he gave his takes of what he thought these guys would do this year. And, like, you look at a Tyrod Taylor. He talked about, hey, Tyrod, he moves the ball down the field. Yards are yards. Run, pass. He protects the ball. Doesn't turn it over. The problem is the Texans is so ugly right now. Um, you know, it's scary to want anything to do with that. But it's interesting how this is all interweb. So I, said, I had to get that in there.
1: But, yeah, get get Tyrod Taylor thrown into trades if you can before any other news comes out. And again, I, <laughs> I keep I keep checking on my phone here. I'm like – Come on, come on. I, I just want to get like one or two days out of this episode and this content before something happens and everything just becomes obsolete and irrelevant, outdated. So <laughs> uh Aaron Rodgers now he is back in Green Bay, he got some Shocking. of those concessions, concessions thrown in. Uh 2023 is now void or is going to be void, they'll reevaluate after 2021. Then he still has the one year left, so we'll see how that goes. But my only thought here, one, if you were in the Dynasty Theory Discord, I spent an entire day talking about ways and attempts to try to acquire Aaron Rodgers. And I blast out offers. Not all of them were accepted. One was. But it was at what I believe to be a discount in Sam Darnold and Michael Gallup. Sorry, Michael, the Michael Gallup jersey back there. I had to send you packing. But... That was something we talked about, and now Aaron Rodgers, his values at least secure throughout 2021. But Jordan Love, if you're even if you are a contender and you want to possibly take him on, and Mitch, you're making a face. And I think I didn't say anything, I didn't say one word. No, I said you made a face, though. So I, I you didn't need to say it. But Jordan Love, I'm not saying go out there and pay a first. I, I I'm not saying that. And it's kind of similar to Mitch's take uh with these ancillary pieces in these offenses where Deshaun Watson could land but Jordan Love yeah you're at least gonna have to sit a year maybe you sit two years and he's on your bench maybe you're waiting 10 years who knows maybe <laughs> four years who knows where it is but over this next month maybe not right now because people are stung a little bit they thought hey Jordan Love he's gonna be that that piece for me that I got for dirt cheap. And now I'm throwing in my starting lineup because he's the starting quarterback for the green Bay Packers. Well, now Aaron Rodgers, he's back. He's in green Bay. He had his Scranton shirt on his office shirt. And, but maybe over the next month, you look to acquire Jordan love Mitch. You made a
2: face. What's your issue? I didn't make a face. I mean, if you want to trade for Jordan love, that's cool, but he might not even be the starter by the time Rogers is gone. So you 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 both think it's going to be at least two years before Jordan Love gets a chance? No, I don't. I just don't think he's good enough to be your starter next year. If he is the starter,
0: you don't I'm think gonna he go... at least
1: you don't, you don't think he at least gets a crack at it?
0: He could, but I
2: don't want him on my dynasty team. Okay.
0: So I'm going to hedge the. I'm going to hedge right down the middle, man. I'm splitting the gap there. I see an <laughs> opening, and I'm going. I'm busting right through it. So. I see the window, and I, I gave this a lot of thought today about Jordan Love. One, because I just feel bad for the poor kid, man. What a roller coaster in his career. But Rodgers, I, I think it's a two year window. So I think it's two to three seasons before you get the opportunity to see Jordan Love. I do think this team will have a lot invested in him, and I think he is going to get that crack. I, to Mitch's point, I'm not going out of my way to get him, but maybe to your point, JB, I would ease, I, I might, I don't know depending on the league, maybe a second, I would definitely trade a third or like a third and a player and just let him sit. I'd have no problem with him sitting again, but it's going to be roster specific.
1: Can I ask, okay, Mitch, and I know this is going to be, I mean, Mitch would probably do this trade because of the piece I'm going to mention. So I have a lot of drew lock. I have a lot of Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's say, let's just say, I'm and we sorry. know, we, we know, I know I, I am not as sorry as I am, but let's say, Drew Locke, he is, in fact, named the starter week one. We know he's going to get first crack at it here in camp, blah, blah, blah. I took that victory lap, which hopefully people knew it was in jest because I'm not exactly in love with Drew Locke. But let's say he is named the week one starter. If somebody has Jordan Love and there's that chance to swap them, I think that's doable at that point. I, I Yeah, I'm sure you can. With I think you can. And again, this isn't like a oh man, this is going to put me in a position to <laughs> win. This it's a it's kind of a lower tier move. And Dan, I would think that would get you riled up. You love these these lower depth piece moves, right?
0: I, I do love these lower ocean depth piece moves, depth, man. Right. Like those those ocean floor trades are. You know, you need locker room players too. You know, on your dynasty team there. So, I think with a Drew Locke scenario, it, it's a gamble on. Is Denver going to get have a quarterback come in there if they don't trade for Watson? So, let's say Mitch's scenario is right, he goes to Philly, he goes to somewhere else. Now, it's Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater for the year. Me personally, if he protects the ball, I'm betting on Drew Locke. And if that's the case, I don't want Jordan Love for a guy who's going to start all year for me with all those Denver weapons. So, I want nothing to do with that trade. I'm, I'm I'd, rather th- I'd rather roll the dice on a Drew Locke than. Again, if I get Drew Love, it's for something that's not going to hurt me this year.
1: You're you're combining names there. One quarterback now, Drew Love. That
2: happened earlier too. <laughs> I know. No, but here's here's what I'm saying with Jordan with, like, Love.
1: Here's what I'm saying with Drew Lock. Yes, he might start, but even me, who has a ton of Drew Lock, I'm very uh, skeptical that he starts the entire season. I am, and I'm even more skeptical that he starts in 2022.
0: So JB, JB, that, that's just, not news though, JB.
1: No, it's not. But why not take a player then that is going to potentially rise in value than Drew Locke who's on his way out? That's
0: what I'm saying. Drew, but Jordan Love's not even on the way in. At least at least Drew Locke's in. He's got a shot. I <laughs> love way that John's having years. to
2: argue against Drew Locke. It's amazing. <laughs> well,
1: I am because I, I put my biases aside and I try to be as ob- objective as possible. So I'm saying if you have a quarterback on the way out, well, I mean, it, midseason if you're not contending, would you get rid of Ben Roethlisberger for
2: Jordan Love? I would. I don't think Ben's probably going to retire.
0: I'd rather a draft pick. Yeah.
2: Okay, well, I'd rather a pony, but sometimes
1: <laughs> you don't get what you want.
0: But, John, while you're waiting for that pony, Jeff in the chat makes a good point there and talks about Denver passing on Justin Fields it has, has us all scratching our head there. So if they're not in the Watson market, they're content there somewhere with what they have.
2: It's because they traded for Teddy Bridgewater. But anyways, enough of the Broncos. <laughs> no one really cares about that team very much. One thing I did want to bring up just real quick. Sorry, real quick. Um, I was listening to NFL radio on Sirius this morning. And Rob... Dimovsky hope I got his last name right. He is the Green Bay Packers um, beat reporter for ESPN. And they were talking to him about the Rodgers situation. He was like, this is the last year for Rodgers. I mean, he's on top of everything. And he was just like, this is the last year for Rodgers. And so while we're breaking down, you know, trading Jordan Love and all this, my one thing I just want to say before the show ends, this is your one chance to trade Aaron Jones at good value. The further we get into the season, the harder and harder it's going to get. You need to find that one contending team who thinks they're the one running back away and you trade for as much as he possibly can because I don't know if I have a team that I believe is just such a contender and it's one running back away that I'm going to go trade a lot for Aaron Jones. But there's going to be a lot of people who are willing to do it. But he's a guy who I just see immediately losing value after the season. Go get Chris Carson for much cheaper. Yeah, without right. a doubt.
1: All right, but I, I, listen, I know I know Jordan Love isn't like I'm trying to add some value here, and you you just said the one year out, like Jordan Love is going to get a crack at it, and right there you get a spike in value. You do. You know you do before he even takes a snap.
2: You do. I. Yes, he will get more value than he is now, but there is so much sentiment sentiment out there that he's a bad quarterback that I don't know how much more you're going to get. I mean, these lower tier quarterbacks right now, they're really hard to move. Trying to move Sam Darnold right now, something that I believe Dan traded for him today, if I remember right. He is someone who's hard to move right now because he had that small value bump when he went to Carolina. Now everyone's like, he could still be really bad. And I mean, that's Sam Darnold has always been more well thought of than what Jordan love is. And so my biggest worry is Jordan love is the starter and everyone's still no, he's trash. I don't want to trade for him. And so that value spike might be with the one other manager in the league who's willing to take on that risk.
1: All right. All I'm saying is if there's a quarterback that's potentially on the way out that we all agree on, Is not long for the NFL. Sorry, Drew Locke. Then it makes sense that that's a potential pivot. Potential. I'm just throwing that idea out there. That's all.
0: But from a trade perspective, it doesn't have to be quarterback for quarterback. No, you have, if you have that belief in Jordan Love, as you, as you do tonight, JB, there are other pieces on your roster that you may consider trading without risking giving up a starting quarterback this season.
1: There there are. There, of course there are. I was lo- looking all. at a positional swap. That's all. But you mentioned the second. Again, I don't think you do it today because the manager, they're they're sulking a little bit. They're upset. I know I would be if I had any Jordan Love. I don't think I have one share. So maybe I go out there and I see what I can do. All right. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Jordan Love. Deshaun Watson, Tyrod Taylor, Jalen Hurts. We touched on True Denver uh, to, to a little bit. So a lot of things potentially changing in the quarterback landscape and all extremely important, uh, you know, uh, across our dynasty portfolio. We didn't plug it, but man, I, I've been trying to catch up to Dan on underdog. You, you Code theory theory if it's your first deposit 25 bucks instant like i deposited it was not even a minute later the extra 25 bucks is in there and you better believe i put that to use very quickly and- and jb
0: <laughs> jb i'll add to that too if any of our listeners put in that 25 dollars, they enter they get the free promotional you know money if you enter that 25 dollar tournament you just tag me on twitter i will compete with you anytime you just just let me know so if they want to maybe play one of us in a different size contest Uh, take advantage of that code theory get 25 bucks coming your way in your account Um, love love best balls i'll do them all the time
1: you know who some of my most roster players are wayne gallman that's not going to surprise anybody and then i've been getting a lot of brashad perryman Mm -hmm. out, out there in detroit i've been getting a lot of him so really high profile guys there gallman and perryman i'm telling you Gallman potential league winner. Remember that. So yeah, we talked about the Discord. We talked about the Patreon underdog. Anything else? I, I don't think so.
2: Final thoughts.
1: Throwing the final thoughts here. Mitch, let's start with you. 127 right. episodes in. No, in, or Mitch, we didn't get one
2: red flag tonight. That's impressive.
0: Yeah. You guys are on so good behavior. We'll we'll I couldn't see. blow the challenge flag.
2: Um, the one thing I just wanted to say is because I can't we kind of hit on it at the beginning of this show. News happens quickly. If you're sent a trade, do a quick Twitter search on the player that was offered to you. You know, you never know. There could be just a little thing that happens and someone's following that beat reporter that has the tweet out first and the big guys haven't hit it yet. I mean, there's usually a little four or five minute gap there before it happens. And so if you're offered a trade, just do a quick search to make sure that the player hasn't, you know, had any issues. Well, you know who covers it pretty quickly? the 90 members in the dynasty theory discord <laughs> in seconds. Yes. It
1: literally, somebody has it in there. If it's not one of the three of us, it's one of the other 87 people that are in that fantastic community. Dan, final thoughts.
0: You guys give me so many thoughts that discord itself, just is blowing up there during a, like it can interrupt an entire work day. And then all of a sudden you're making trades there. Cause uh, the, the hot scoops get coming in fast. Um, you mentioned what we didn't mention, you know, hopefully get some dynasty theory swag. I know we we've been posting that on our Twitter pages, right. Uh, I'm waiting for mine to come in the mail here any day now. So looking forward to that. And um, you, you know, I think this quarterback carousel, keep an eye on it, but to Mitch's point of that Twitter news, you know, all the camps are opened up today, all the NFL camps. You know, tread carefully on the early news here. You know, the pads aren't always on. They're ramping up a little bit as they go. A lot of these two teams, they're like one day of practice, day off. Two days of practice, day off. Three days of practice, and you're going to see it really amping up. Like, Dak Press got through three interceptions today. There was no pads on. Like, it was just kind of a, a laid-back practice don't read into too much yet. Uh but another week or two from now, keep those ears really wide open.
1: Well, right there Dak Prescott just dropped five tiers down my rankings. Right. Unacceptable. But you you talked about the Dynasty Theory swag over at T Public. We the, we have the link. It's it's been blasted out on Twitter, it's in our Discord. It is on the episode description below on YouTube. They have everything. It cups, shirts, uh, wall decals, uh, artwork with the Dynasty Theory logo. It's like a real Van Gogh, if you will. The only so, thing they don't have is hats. We got to figure something out for hats because I know, Mitch, you've been bugging me for that. I do. Theory I hat. want some hats. So we'll figure it out. All right. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. This episode was it was a lot of fun and it was on the shorter side. But a lot of information that is going to be relevant and important to help you navigate through the quarterback landscape. And as a result, your dynasty leagues all together, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram dynasty theory, FF I'm Italian. I talk with my hands. They're moving. They're moving. Uh, Twitter, Instagram dynasty theory, FF reach out to one of us on Twitter. If you're interested in the discord, we will catch everybody next week. Have a great night.